gentlemen welcome back to We're the back. juice podcast we are here this is episode nine i believe number nine i want to say this is episode nine we have a repeated guest mr ryan greco ladies and gentlemen give a round of mr applause. ryan hey. yeah Appreciate give it up it. give it up how are we, how we right. doing oh, enough, enough, yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. no so Just we uh ladies and gents we are uh we're super busy right now and uh, tonight, it was kind of a last-second deal. What time is it? It is 10.35, okay? Listen, ladies, gents, the ones that are watching this, if you're watching this on your cell phone or your laptop or your TV, we are appreciate we you. The, yeah, hey, we appreciate we're, you. We're hey, we're, we're, we're YouTube as well. Live? If, not live. Not live. Not live. Okay. It'll be on the YouTube But it's kind of semi-live because like, we're, you know, no that. cuts. We're not doing no cuts. No it's cuts. A, it's a live so track. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, we're here on the Juice Podcast, and uh, we've got a late episode. We've been saying that we are trying to do a episode a week, and we've got a busy week. This was the only day that we could figure it out, and it happened to get figured out within the last hour, <laughs> but we're figuring it out, but uh, we've but got Ryan back here. He's got it out at all. Yeah, yeah, we're you trying, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's all we can do See, is I try. I didn't even know the updates, you know, so... I am a repeated guest, like you said, but I didn't know that the YouTube, you guys got to fill me in a little bit. Ah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. We're stepping up the bar here at the Juice I Podcast. I see that. I can see that. We are, uh, this is my thing, is uh, to make this pop, which there's, nobody's listening to this right now, and I'm just being honest. You know what I mean? You got to be honest with whatever's yeah. going on. And but uh, they might not be listening, but they're seeing it. If that makes sense. I think they're seeing the fact that we're doing That's Yes, that's what I'm saying. I don't saying. think that they're actually watching, but they're seeing the fact that the, that we are doing it. And I think that there's, if we keep on doing it and keep on, you know, advertising it and keep on putting it in front of people, at some point the, the shift is going to happen. You know, people are going to go, all right, we're seeing your stuff. Now we're actually going to pay attention to it. But I think that that goes with anything. You know, you start... We're dude, we're in baby steps with the podcast. The test of time. Yeah. And dude, I've said this since we started doing this. This is this is a five year plan. This is I'm very patient with this podcast. One, for me it's therapy. I get to sit here, talk, I get to get better at having conversations with different people. I get to get, be better at asking questions and getting information out of people. Like for me, the podcast is like a little outlet to one, create content very easily. You know, like if you really think about it, uh, we're not, it, there's not tons of cuts, transitions, edits, this or that. It's one big track with a fade in, fade out at the end, little intro, little outro, and some music added to both. And that's basically it. And it's an hour long, you know, or it could be three, depending on how, right, how, how deep you're we also get. able to simplify that for, for you based upon the other editing skills that you have. You know, mm -hmm. you're making it sound real, real easy, which it's easier. Right to you than most because of the editing background that you have. Right. So don't dumb it down for your own self is what I'm saying. Because right. you are putting work into it. You've modified it from the beginning where you, you know, to get better sound quality and 
you're upping your set your setup but it's coming easy to you because you're good and have a skill in a similar instance right and for me it was like dude we've got the tools that are just sitting in the tool bag well even like we know we can do this so we might as well just throw it up on the wall see what happens let's roll with it and i enjoy it like this isn't hard for me to do like for us to sit down and be able to talk to people and do this like i enjoy you know like being able to do this that and i'm sure you can attest to this dakota's never had a problem of talking to like anybody no he he can engage in uh conversation with a wide variety of people i mean that's why i think all three of us you know we can sit around we would have conversations similar to what we are right now about hey what you got going on what are you doing ideas thoughts how we're all working on our own business and uh just our own selves each day like having those intentional conversations that give you motivation uh and give you insight just on the daily yeah dude my mom is a hairdresser for your own self yeah right she literally is a hairdresser it comes natural to them like literally my mom's my mom's job is to have someone in their chair talk to them for 30 minutes while she cuts their hair ask about their story and then have a relationship to where they come back and get their hair cut again like Business is built off of relationships. Life in general is, you know. Uh, So it's all about how you manicure each relationship. And then, you know, some people have more of a gift or a talent at it than others. So, you know, for the hairdresser style, you you probably need to have that quality. It's all all about who you know, not what you know. Do you think that that, that it can be learned, though? Do you think that being able to communicate with people, being able to sell yourself, being able to elaborate in a way to where you can convey your opinion very well to where people can understand that. Don't you think that that can be learned? I as think well? it's a constant learning process to be able to do that uh, again, back to is just communication on any level where if you're trying to convey a message to each person that has different specific personality traits, different from yourself, maybe similar to yourself, how do you navigate just working through it? So I feel like for me, I'm constantly learning it, you know, to, yeah, to, right. to keep the confidence in myself because uh, a lot of times I'm putting myself out there for the chance to fail. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. And so when you're doing that, you in the back of your, you know, mind and like you're you're going to deliver on what you're telling someone you're going to do. All the while, you know, you're going to have a lot of work ahead of you in order to get that done for that person. You know, nobody wants to anybody wants to be promised something simple. Right. right. But when you're promising business moves or deals or, you know, uh, a video, you mm-hmm. know, with your money behind it. Yeah. Um, a paint job with your name, money, company behind it. Right. Um, maybe it's a little out of your wheelhouse. So that comes into that confidence thing, I feel like. But right. I Dude, think I'll- it is constantly learned to answer your question. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I think a person can't learn it because they have to. So it's something you, you can keep always level up. So it's something you can always learn from. You just, I think, yeah, I think you're constantly learning how to what, go back to the point of your question exactly with it. Like, can someone learn to do that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And dude, I think about this a lot too, is, uh, in, in a handful so of different, do you my, think they can or can't? Yes, for sure. Okay. I, I, I'm all, I'm on the team that you can learn how to communicate well. You can learn how to understand people. You can learn how to talk to people and, and also get better at talking and being able to convey your what you're trying to say in a colorful way and then also an understandable way to whoever you're talking to. So if I was to try and convey what I do media-wise to my grandpa, 
that's completely different than how I would convey it to someone else that is also in the media business. I think that that is also learned. Right. You can you, you you can understand what and it's it's honestly it's transparency in what you're talking to. And you have to understand who your audience is. Right. Which yeah, that's, that's the biggest audience, thing. 100%. Even when you're talking to people, you have to understand who your audience is and how to apply what you are saying to their certain situation. And then from there, I think it comes down to how can you relate to that audience? Not For how sure. can you make yourself right. appear to be that? Yeah. I think communication. You know, so then they can respect seeing you. In, oh, I understand how Dakota, Q, Ryan, this guy, that guy, the other anybody i'm just using our names because we're here can be working with this person one day and doing something else with another group the other just being diverse yeah right and that's what i was gonna say is like i think communication is like similar to that it's like it's how you adapt to be able to like connect connect the dots to be where you're relatable with somebody maybe or so you know even if you're in a different work line or whatever it doesn't matter just whatever your life has whatever while remaining that balance of the you know authenticity correct because dakota always says that's the you know the seventh seventh sense sense. yeah yeah that's that's one of his lines because you firmly believe that you can smell out if someone's authentic right Dude, people can just feel it with what they're trying to do i I truly believe that if if you're talking from a passionate position from whatever you're talking dude Think about it. The when Troy or when Tony Romo is commenting on football games, you understand that that's what he lives and breathes. Like right. you understand you that this it. is yeah. no this is no like I'm on TV, I'm putting on this persona, I'm not that's what that's what he is. You're getting right. it like basically right out of his brain to the microphone. Correct. Right. Yeah. You know? And yeah. whether you agree with it or not, you can still appreciate it because it's so true and real from him right. as a person. You're like, yeah, you know, I might not agree with it. But and I'm some really, people don't like it. They don't. I've heard a lot right, of people a, say that they don't like him. Commentate, dude, I love it. Because he will tell you, oh, they're probably going to do this. And then they do it. But he's just, he, he's he very does, he relatable can, yeah, with the be. sport. Yeah, he can be. Especially oh, no, if you no. played it and you've done yeah. it. Don't do that. They should, you could have done this or you should, if they would have saw that. Yeah, this, right. this receiver's in motion. That means yeah. that they're doing this, whatever. Right. But, dude, even Joe Rogan with the UFC, whenever he commentates UFC, yeah. like, there's no misconception. Right, like, same. you don't yeah. think that he knows what he's talking about. Right. Like, dude, it's so authentic, and it, it doesn't skip beats. He's never looking for things to say. He can call them as they are. This is what needs to happen. This is what's going on. He, he, he can completely run through. And I'm not trying to just sit here and toot Joe Rogan's well, one. Sure, you right. use it as a comparison. But, but um, dude, if Michael Jordan was to tell you about what was going on in a basketball game, we would know that it was coming from a genuine spot. Right. True. There's just yeah. there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Dude, right. if you want to talk about goose hunting, you're not gonna know. You, you're not gonna like have a misunderstanding that like I don't. I'm not super passionate about like doing that or turkey hunting. Or filming stuff. If you want to talk to me about filming stuff and I go, oh, let me talk to you about all this creative process that I have and uh, this is what I want to do business-wise and this is what I want to do creative-wise and this is what I think would work, I'm not making that up. Like, that is truly what I'm talking about. But, like, going back to what I was saying of being able to learn this stuff is I always equate this to, like, some of the handful of different jobs that I've had throughout the last handful of years, or, you know, since I've had a job. And, uh, like, whenever I first started working at Bass Pro, I was working behind the register. And it took day after day and then two weeks, 
anybody that came through my, you know, the first week I was struggling with, okay, somebody's paying with a credit card. What, what buttons do I push whenever they're doing a credit card? Oh, they're buying a warranty. What do I push? Dude, in two weeks, the first day was hard. The second day was hard. The third day was hard. The fourth day was a little bit easier. Fifth day, easier. Sixth day, easier. Stuck with You know what I mean? So it's all this little incremental stuff that you pick up over time. And the same thing happened whenever I started working for the explosive company. We'd have all these different buildings that these certain different explosives, because of what they were classified, would be in. And you would have to go okay you got to pick up so and so from building once dude after i worked there for a, for a year i yeah, could read it you, you could i could read up. a list i could read a list and go okay right to i got to get this one from this one this one from this one oh New just by route. looking at this yep. list i know who what client it is because i know what they order but it's incremental it's over time it's one after another, you pick up a little tool, you pick up a little tool. It's the same thing with video it's stuff. Reps. It's well, reps. It's reps. Yeah, it's, it's saddle reps. time. It's the hours. Yeah, saddle time, the hours to mastery. I mean, the list goes on and on. But what it also is, is do you have the will to find the way? Right. You know what I mean? Some people right. at 15, 16 years old, first job, go in there, that happens. Well, they're terrified. Maybe they got chewed out a little bit or, you know, ir- irritated or something. Someone's right. irritated with them. And they're after day three still being hard, they quit. Don't go back. Or you know what I mean? They start peeling back those hours. They say, you know, whatever. You stuck with that process. You did the same thing on the next one. And over the continuous of time, you learn it, you master yeah. it, and then you move on to the next thing. Well, I think that a lot but of not people, every person wants to do that. Right. right. I think a lot of people don't want to go through the rookie stage. Right. And yeah. dude, yeah. I think that that's what man. we're we're yeah. doing with the podcast. Yeah. Dude, I know yeah. that nobody's listening to this, but yeah. I know if we continued and dude, hey, oh, yeah. hey camera over here in five the let's whole talk. thing yeah. let's talk in five let's see what happens right in five years let's see if anybody's listening to this but if we do it every week for five years who knows what's going to happen you know what i mean there's no telling if we if we're authentic if we put ourselves into this podcast if we continue to have interesting guests interesting conversations pour ourselves into this and stay consistent who knows what this can turn into right I love that part of this. And I also am like, we're still learning it. The audio, a good amount of the time for the last handful of times, I've had to try and figure out how to figure out the audio. This mic's too loud, this light. But we're learning. We're learning, we're learning, we're learning. When we get 50 episodes in and we know how to do this and we've got an actual set and we've got somebody that's running the camera the entire time and we know exactly how to market this stuff, it's going to be huge. If you get 50 episodes in, which I know you will, and and you stick to the pace that I've been in on your episodes, I mean, because this is maybe episode nine, is that what you nine. said? Nine. I think so, yeah. But that was kind of the revamp, right? Like episode nine of the revamp. Didn't you have a few before or none? Nothing? I think no, you were our very just, first. You were our very you were the, first You guest. were the boys who were back in town revamp. Yeah. Oh, wow. You were the episode so one. You were I'll the be, revamp. Probably, but even though we revamped it with you, we still slacked our asses absolutely. off. Absolutely. Well, here, well here's, what, here's all I was getting at with that. Let's just say two times out of ten, you know, I've been here. So by 50, maybe I'm in six episodes or so. Would that be right on math? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in there, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, depending on what whatever. the fans think. 
We'll see. Fans might, <laughs> hey, we'll the see fans what the, might we'll see vote y'all. <laughs> hey, let us know in the comments. I was if, thinking the fans if, were going to say, we want them back. Let us, let us know in the back. comments yeah. if, we're, if we're voting Ryan off of no. Marathon uh, Media Island. No, Ryan, you guys want uh, going, Ryan uh, voted uh, off, let us know. No, if you guys Ryan, want more. If, and if you want more of me, let me know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so fair enough. My point with that is, is that even like doing this, and I don't know, maybe y'all can relate to it or not. I don't know. This is where kind of our real life conversations, you know, that's what all this is. But this is where I feel like the point of we would have these type of conversations with or without it. So that you just get these little things that all add up to it and makes it fun. But I've probably done, I guess, two episodes with you guys now, two with uh, one other podcast and one another. So collectively like five podcasts maybe mm-hmm. but it kind of goes back to the whole wheel of everything we're talking about here of putting yourself out there it, whether this podcast in five years gets followers views whatever the relationships that you're going to create along the way and the connections and the uh different opportunities it all again back to the reasons for doing it that you're you enjoy meeting people you enjoy p- pressing yourself you enjoy putting yourself out there learning new things you know what i mean and so it's it's not just hey did we have 10 viewers tonight that voted ryan off or did we have 20 which we probably will that said they wanted to stay <laughs> yeah you know so when they get the 20 that they want to stay we're gonna have to yeah there's collateral benefits of this there is so views that would be beautiful but if we learn to communicate better that's that's where i'm at because if we learn to be if we learn to be focused enough to be committed to something and do it regularly yep that's all we need well like, and that's, we just that's 100 percent it it's it's back to what you were saying on all that and and i just want to throw this in there because i did lose my train of thought a little bit was it gives you some sort of it puts you in a place that you're not normally put in you're having to look eye to eye with people. You're you're a little uncomfortable. Camera, you know, people are going to listen to him. Like, oh, it's Ryan a goofball. He slurred his word there. Yeah, you know, his voice cracked. But in the first time, first few times I did it, verse now, you still get a little rush that comes over you. You know, yeah, in I front get of butterflies camera, every time. Yeah, it's all like of deer it. hunting. So, yeah, you always will get butterflies. It's fever. like all of that. Yeah, yeah. You, you get this weird deal over your body that you don't normally get on a day to day by being in a situation that the normal person isn't in maybe yeah. ever like the person saying he's did sound weird or did they ever do one you know what i mean and that's okay i'm not trying to be like a flex on that i literally do it to press myself yeah right. for me too it's yeah. a straight press yeah and i think that the big thing is through conversations like there's just so like so many so many different things that uh, one you can learn how people communicate and how to convey a conversation to other people. But also like just being able to hear somebody else's story and then pick something up from them and go, Oh, that's how Ryan did. That's how Ryan handled. And dude, that's the other thing crazy about the podcast as of now is we haven't deep dove into a lot of stuff. A lot of the things have been kind of surfing. A little willy nilly, if you will. Right. Doing, doing well, and here's the thing too, is we're, we're just, we're kind of like peeling layers back from an onion. If you know, there's going to be a point to where we, we really deep dive and we're, we're going to have some focus on, okay. All right, Ryan. And I'm just using this as an example. You started your lawn company. What are some things over the, and, and that's just because I'm interested in that type of stuff. You know, I like business. I like that, 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 
you know, I want to know where your mind was whenever you were year three into beginning the lawn care company. But I, for the podcast, I think that we haven't done that yet. Yeah, it wouldn't be something like tonight that we'd jump into. But right. having an actual topic that's like, hey, Ryan, explain to me, you know, where your head was at for making this decision at a certain time. Yeah. Because back hey, to what you were saying even before that is – all of this, whenever you're having those t- communication, uh, those re- interactions of, of doing this uh, with just different people at any time, you end up learning how how you can appreciate somebody else's view on something to go back to what you were saying, put yourself in it. You're like, oh, I remember how Dakota handled this, or that was cool that time. Q, when Q, a one-liner from Q that he learned from his grandpa when we were sitting around saying, tell me every one-liner you knew from your grandpa, you held on to it. Or, you know what I mean? There's just right, those right. things that out of uh you know having intentional conversations that you can catch up on and and, yeah. and then pass on it's funny you guys both bring that up because i was literally going to start diving into some of that stuff with Ryan because we were on the commu- communication topic so i was going to ask you like you're an entrepreneur you started your own company like how has your communication developed throughout those years and s- sorts of like that so it's funny you guys brought that up but if you want to dive into it, I guess we can. What are the friction yeah, points? I mean, I think we should definitely all catch up. I don't know right. what how long we've even been on already, but or how long you guys try to you know keep it. But I would like we haven't really hung out or hey, caught up in a little limit, while because like you said, we? it's we're been limitless. busy. We're all yeah, yeah, we're all running in in different directions, right. getting, getting after it, and uh, which is great. But we catch up. But in the winter, we get a little more time to catch up. Right, you know, right, naturally. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I can answer that, but I want to catch up with you guys too, you know. Right. Yeah. Give us some cliff notes of some things that cause friction points with communication and some things that are keys to keep things lubricated. Like one of the things for me, yeah. what I'm understanding with like especially the last couple months cuz me, my dad, and my brother have been working like tentatively together. Right. And yeah. uh one of the things that like I've been trying to play in my head is we need to just be completely transparent about our intentions with every situation that we're in. Okay. Hey, Dayton, this is exactly what I'm doing. Here's the reasons behind. And even if it takes a little bit more effort, you know, to go through the system, but dude, do you know how much communication gets lost with just text? Yeah, I know. Just through text. I know. Just because you don't get to, people don't get to hear the intent with your voice. They don't get to hear the concern. You know, like, there's no emotion. Yeah, there's no emotion through a text. And I've been trying to kind of really dive in on just kind of, you know, all right, I need to convey myself well. And also, the biggest thing, dude, and I'm, this is me just being transparent. Yeah. Communicating in a timely manner. Yeah, Yeah. that's been a thing for me is I, I, I've been having to focus on that and and good points. The, the time man, the time management or timely manner of return. Yeah. So sometimes I'll get a text and then won't reply for, for a day and then it'll give me anxiety because I haven't responded for a day and then I won't respond for two more days. Instead, I should have just took the five seconds to reply and say, Hey, I don't really know about your question. You know, like sometimes, like, I'll, like if I don't know the answer, sometimes I kind of put it off. And I've been trying to go, okay, I'm cool with yeah, that. Hey, hard. I don't really know about that. You're running all the just, administration, the right. fulfillment. I mean. Just from firsthand experience with working for these guys for the last year, 
his communication skills have bumped up so much. Gosh damn. It used to be like I could call him and he would call me maybe the next day. Now it's like, what did we say the other night when we were talking about it? We were on our way down to the lake. There's a handful of names in our phones that we know if they pop up. We oh, have yeah. to answer that. Right, right. Yeah, the must-haves. Yeah. Right. VIPs. Yeah. Right. And Dakota's, especially just because I'm in the circle, really tight in the circle now. And sometimes but, you have someone that when they call their VIP the very first time they call you. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. You, that's you, what, you, I'm, you that's, and that's what I'm getting at is like it's, he it's went from he went from like, hey, yeah, I'll get back to you when I can to like, okay, Q's calling me this it's just it's we've moved to like I think a business aspect of it. Yeah, too. but things are happening so fast. You they got are. to right they now. Are. It was yeah, kind of one of these. Hey, get on the track or the track's gonna or the get on the train or the train's gonna leave you. Exactly. Yeah. You better freaking yeah, hop on, on, dude. Now or it's gone. Yeah. It's 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 time like to freaking happens. start paying attention. Well, they say there's no such thing as perfect timing. So I mean, but if you're realizing it could be slipping away, you know that's yeah. that's got to be perfect enough for for just about anybody i would think that does all this but i mean to answer some of those questions they're all they're all relative but i feel like you you have to end up finding out what works for you right and i think what yeah. works for you can change too through throughout the course of time you know based upon where your business is at where what you've been through with it what you think is good what's bad i mean i just told my guys the other day you know the last we've been spending a lot of money on stuff you know and now's our time to go get it all back you know what i mean I'm like right, i got right. you this i've got you that we're everybody's happy you know let's roll yeah because we're spending money when every day that we're not doing what we're doing during our peak season can come back to never get it again until next year at right. this time. how's all this rain affecting you yeah no uh, it's a little nightmare. background yeah ryan lawn company yeah so, so rain is a big factor yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It is a big factor in our when you work outside, you know. So yeah. I'm always saying, if we only work the nice days of the year, we'd only work probably thirty percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the the lawn care company came natural to me. Um, in seventh grade, I, I learned what the definition of entrepreneur was, and I was like, that's what I'm gonna do, you know. And yeah. I'm gonna be an entrepreneur because it, it the definition was you know broke down essentially to someone who works and makes money for themselves yeah you know? did that stem from your dad uh i mean it was actually my seventh grade teacher is where i really? learned it yeah and she was awesome and no my i mean i naturally saw that my dad was uh in business for himself as well so i think that was kind of in my head growing up seeing that thought well that's normal that's what you do mm-hmm. uh he was surrounded by other people that were self-employed business owners all that stuff so i think in my head that's kind of yeah. you know, lemonade stand guy uh breaking yeah. your leaves shoveling your driveway mowing grass you know and at the time i i mean i i'll go all the way back with it i mean i literally had lawns at 12 years old uh in the neighborhood had about six seven of them push mowing me and the neighbor guy that was my buddy um he was like my childhood friend uh he actually passed away i think it'll be three years this fourth of july oh man which you know you grow apart, but right. I still say I'm close to his family. His parents right. still they ha- they have me mowing their self-employed business owners their lawn, um, at their house and their and their business. Uh, but yeah, man, life's life's different. So I, I just remember those memories. You know, what I mean, it kind of all plays into literally. Nick was basically me and him were in business together. I got the business. I had the equipment. He was. We- I remember he was like 
first guy who ever got a blade of grass stuck up in his eyeball that I had oh my to gosh. pull out, you know, yeah. at in like seventh, eighth grade. I remember the exact house, everything, you know. So to be, go from 12 years old to, I mean, 21 years later now. It, yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's kind of, you know, that's like the same year, seventh grade, when I learned what entrepreneur was. And, you know, I, I'd already had dad teach me how to mow the grass at the house, all that stuff. So, but yeah, I owe my dad a lot of credit. Uh, he helped me understand that you have to do business the right way yeah uh, set me up with his accountant stuff like that but things transition you know accountant went away i've been through tough accountants that have hindered my business um usually again back to have to find what works for you so i'll kind of keep cutting to the chase on it though but i mean that's that's the startup of it um 14 i had guys buddies that were older 15 16 by then we you know got we're up in the teens to 20s of lawns that we'd mow on the weekends. Uh, but then kind of fast forward to when I turned 16 that summer. Well, not that summer. I had a, I had a child that summer. So mm -hmm. I was 16 in February. He, it would have been my 17-year-old summer that I, I already had a kid. So he was um, my oldest boy. He was on the way i'm 16 17 i'm like i really gotta figure this out you know so that's when i started working for other companies other businesses while still maintaining my own company mm -hmm. i did that all the way into my 20s like probably tw mid 20s 24 25 um always would pick up work right you know right. if i needed to winter months things like that but everybody i ever went to work for understood the the dynamic of it yeah that yeah i'll come to work for you i have my own business my own company i'll fill in for you because they knew i was going to be good help or reliable help mm -hmm. whether that meant two days a week or whatever it was right. um, but i i sought after those opportunities as well so did that for a long long time i mean i think i had probably over 15 or 16 different businesses that i worked trades i mean i threw trash on the back of trucks uh shingles off of roofs uh uh, car wash uh, body shop clean clean uh, dale's auto body that was their guy their janitor basically yeah um so there was a point cars. where you were just doing anything to you know make a bu buck well all those also create opportunities for me you know right right I mean, in return yeah you know i i now mow dale's auto body shop i know yeah. uh cut the grass for the owners of the ted's trash company because mm -hmm. i was Teddy, if you need somebody, if someone calls in, call me. Yeah, I get the up, relationship I deliver, was already right? there. Didn't do it a ton, but I did it anytime I need to. And that was extra, extra cash. It started off, I need to make 100 bucks a day, you mm -hmm. know, somehow, some way. You know, that's right. what it was to provide for my wife, the kid. My boy, I don't mean to just say the kid, but, you know, I'm yeah. just trying to cut to right. it all. And so then we had another one. It just kept progressing, you know, and that's, I probably at some time, wouldn't have had to keep having a job, but then I had myself, two kids, their mom just kept going. So it kept leveling me up that I better get better at what I'm doing. Right. Know? It added a little extra motivation to go, okay, all right, time to kick it up to the next level because we've got more weighing on what, you know, I'm doing day to day. Right. And your, your personal life decisions affect what you have to do in business if you're going to be in business for yourself when you know what i mean like people who have a steady job or whatever i just i kept making 
or a steady career. I didn't mean to say job, but you know, they know what they're making all the time and right. they can turn it on, turn it off, shut it down. And that's a comfortable zone to be in. If you don't want to be an entrepreneur, you know, say, you know, I can make this number work, but you're adding personal life decisions into that. Cause you're young, living a little rambunctiously. Yeah. You know, this is, you've been making your own money really since you're 12, you're in your twenties, you know, things change and happen and personal life decisions affect things. So that, that's my story though. Um, had to been till 25, like I said, I mean, there's, there's dozens of different jobs that I worked while I had my own company, mm-hmm. um, worked with other lawn care companies. I mean, you put yourself out there. What do you, but at the end of it all, whatever you put yourself out for it, therefore you got to follow through on. So right. don't overpromise and definitely don't under deliver. Yeah. Right. And it, it, word of mouth just kept going and going and going. And that's what my dad told me. He's like, you know, I've been in business around here, other family members, this, that, and the other. He's like, you don't go out there and, you know, put highlight yourself in a negative way. Yeah. Uh, doing business with people because you, you'll cut your own throat, you know? So then you get, you get business and it's good and you're doing the right things, all this stuff. And then comes the employee battle. Um, it's, it's a whole nother thing, you know, yeah. and everybody thinks, Oh, you know, you're rich. You, you own the company, you got all this money or whatever. And you, you all of a sudden like you, all, you don't have any allies, you know what I mean? Yeah, Inside right. your own company, you got to figure out how to ha- maintain this leadership role and motivate guys and yeah. go from one guy to two to, you know, three multiple trucks. And you got to be careful with the friend and family thing working for you. So mm-hmm. it, it's monotonous, man. Uh, yeah. it'll flat out beat you down where you out. Um, it can be a drag, but then there's there's times where it's the best thing ever. But I missed out on a lot of things that when I get the opportunity to what I feel like make up for it, that's what I go after. So, like, I'm talking kids, events, things of that nature, where some people will, will never do that or have to do that. We all have our own story. And, again, it kind of comes back to what works for you. Yeah. So then maybe I miss something that you never would miss of your kids. But on the other end, maybe I'm doing something with them that you'll never do with your kids. Right, right, yeah. Somewhere else on on a different level, right? You know what I mean? Right. And I'm not trying to justify what they're doing versus what I am, but consciously, we're humans. We do get judged. You you do feel pressure, right. you know. Yeah. Um outside influences have uh things to say that don't see the day to day, you know. And yeah. I'm not saying that's the case now, but these are things that happen, the challenges along the way, you know. And, yeah. Um I have had times where I'm like, man, maybe I sh- I could go back to it being like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, you outgrow that, then you have a level to maintain. Right. You don't have the chance. You don't have the choice anymore. How do you how do you reel this thing back in to go back to how you were making, you know, in a year what you're making in a quarter, or right. in a, a what you're making in a quarter you're now making in a month. You know, and how do you tone it back down and find that that level? Yeah. And then came the real estate thing, you know, I'm like, well, I think that's it is start buying real estate, building equity in real estate, staying, you know, to where I have an out of this whole thing that I've created for myself, which is great. It's a blessing. Well, and that's the other thing for us as entrepreneurs that we have to think about is we don't we don't necessarily have this 401k deal yeah what is the exit strategy so it's like for me it's like okay yeah media company this is what i want to do 
but what's the exit strategy too? Mm-hmm. You know, so and I think that that me I and think, you are yeah, similar. I mean, the real estate stuff is. I think even a uh, someone that's career minded, their exit strategy is great too. But who told you that exit strategy? And are you sure that the advice that that person told you on that exit strategy is completely correct? Right, you know what I mean? Right. I was just listening to a woman speak about it today. I almost sent it to you because I was like, this was spot on. But social media and me, we kind of wrestle around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I, I'm good with it. I, it's, I'm not social media company, mm-hmm. but you have you need to have a social media presence. You know, For sure. Mm-hmm. You got to what you guys do with social media. You got to grab me in on you. Mm-hmm. You know where. I can have it out there to use as a reference. Like right, right. Pop it up on my phone. Here's some of the business we do. Here are the things. Check us out on Facebook to look at the work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you you got to grab the attention to sell your job. So Well, and for us, it's kind of in the thing is uh, it's practice what you preach is we can't go sell this business of, hey, you need to be doing, you know, creating content around your brand if we're not creating content around our brand. You know what I mean? Right. No. So it's, you it's, can't, it's you one can't of the things all. for us is like we have to produce yeah. at a high level so then people can like if we're not doing it for ourselves, why would anybody believe that we're not going to do it for them? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's part of your. But it's a, it's, whole, it's what you deal. were saying. It's but I feel like shakes. I have to do that on a level too to be like, oh, like, oh, well, I don't see anything that you've done since 2017. Mm-hmm. Well, there, you have again, what works for you? Your What level or balance do you need to maintain? You know? And so the for the retirement, the exit strategy, the knowing that you can't do what you're doing right now necessarily forever, or you know maybe you can, maybe I can't, maybe you don't want to, you know. Maybe, again, back to the exit strategy. You want to live in Florida? Do you want to live in Colorado? Do you, right. you know you want some at some point, some time to where you realize you're never going to not be involved in this business that you've created um, to where you don't get that time to yourself ever that you, you know, the yeah. dream, the dream, the retirement dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm like, I, uh, you know, always talking to other business owners, guys above me, below me, between whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Like everybody has a different angle. So you, you start feeling from there. You're like, okay, I get, I get what he's saying. We're going to, we're going to go with that. Like he's yeah. right on this. Real estate is the thing. I know real estate's the thing, but how am I going to do it? Well, once mm-hmm. you find out how you can do it, Again, how's it work for other people? Property management's one thing. Uh, buying and holding's one thing. Flipping's one thing. So, yeah, buying land. You know, everybody does yeah. that again differently. But the the end of the day, for me, if you're if you're doing entrepreneurship or you're an entrepreneur, you got to do real estate too. Yeah, right. I well, just that's I don't know. I just to, feel I like think. you yeah. do. And that's that's one of one of the things that my dad has always said about like what he does is he he's always said like, dude, I don't know how to do stocks. I don't know how to do investments. I don't know how to do any of that. But what I do know how to do is find undervalued properties, buy them, fix them up, and sell them. I know how to do that. So that, like, if I need to go make twenty thousand dollars in the next three months, I know I can do it that way. He knows how to. And do it, but it's that's what works for him. Now, it would be a different situation if all of us, all three of our dads, were. Uh, wall street tycoons and they knew hey as soon as you have a thousand dollars put it in this and then it's going to do this and then all right now you got 10 do this right that, it's a that different if, story yeah if they were in that realm then sure but i still think even those guys own real estate oh for right. sure so i'm just you i'm know just what saying I mean? in the aspect of you know there's certain things that you know how to do and like what you're saying and is, i'm not i'm not saying go out and be for everybody this big old 
oh, I'm going to buy a property a month or a year. What? Just buy a piece of real estate. Right. Just, just buy yourself a piece of real estate because at some point, back to the retirement thing, the getaway deal, that's going to be worth more than what you bought it for now. You spend this much money, blah, blah, blah. I, you know, that's a whole other thing we should talk about sometime. But when, And don't you think it's a snowball effect too with the well, real estate if, stuff? But if that's what I'm saying, if you want it to be. But if, right. Mm-hmm. If you, you could get it, in and just sit on something, or you could get yeah, in, eat. make some money, move it a different way, do this. I always think, yeah, you you want. I mean, I know tons of people that literally just have one extra piece of real estate. Mm-hmm. Some maybe have two. I don't know why they never got more. Whatever, but I all know, I do know this that every one of them people who sell it, they get a whole lot more for it when they sell it than they ever did when they bought it. Right. You know, and they're at an age where they could. It's. It's crazy to me. Right. I mean, I get it. You know, maybe you bought in the 80s when interest was high or something and, and you bought another house and you kept that one for a little bit and maybe you sold it in the 90s when interest was still high. But if you'd have kept that then, that was a $40,000 house and then sold it now today for three forty, you'd be a lot happier. My dad said that, that my grandpa bought a house in the 80s on Major Road over by my house that I had on Major and the interest rate was like 13 to 15%. Oh, it, it got up there. And that's why people probably wanted to bail out. But right. those guys that didn't are the guys that are now worth $34, 35000000 million around this area. Right. The guys who plugged away at it because they said, I'll do everything else I have to do to go back to feeding my real estate so that when I'm 63, I don't have to do anything else anymore. Right. Property managers come in, so on and so forth. Yeah. I think a lot of people get scared because – Oh, you don't want a bad renter. Of course you do not want a bad mm-hmm. renter. You know, so I don't want a mower blade to get bent tomorrow. Right. I don't want my guys to get into an accident, you know, but well, I, I think I, I, those are the, the risks you run yeah. to make money. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of the fear stems from of all of these like what if situations. Oh, yeah. And if, dude, if you it's play, if to, you play a what I'm, if. I'm too scared. I ain't doing it. That's the game. Like if you play a what if situation on investments. Dude, it's the same thing if you were getting into Bitcoin and you say, what if it drops to zero tomorrow? Okay, well, what are you talking about? Uh, and when you're, whenever you get into what if situations, of course, there's going to be the situations where you have a renter in and they completely wreck the house. And then to get the house to where you can rent it again, yeah. you got to spend 20 grand and right. you're out. Well, well you're that out. was probably then. Right. But but the thing is, is but, you're, you're you know out saying, probably yeah. every penny that they they. But there's other situations. Like you're, my dad had a situation where he had a renter in one of his houses for 15 years, paid off the house twice. You run into those too. What right, if that, that happens? Yeah, yeah. You know that that's what I always try and think of is what if that happens? Like of course you're gonna have the person that runs in, but so many. But I also like the property manager thing. So I so I have these conversations like I can go in my whole spiel on it, and I'm not going to, but to where I I, I try to have these because people you know ask me about it. We're talking about it. how do I do it, whatever. And so how do they do it? And they'll have this money. They're so everyone's so hesitant, so so hesitant. So I go the angle of property management company, I'm like. Listen, you're not going to get money out of it, right? But let's say you buy a piece of property for 100 grand, you put 20 grand into it. That's your that's your down payment. You have 500 buck a month payment, mm-hmm. whatever you rent it, you cash flow. I'm just throwing stupid numbers out. Say you cash flow 200 bucks, right? Yeah. 
you get 700 in rent out of this place, which it's all these numbers would probably be higher on rent. But oh, for sure. just saying, two two fifty, you get back. This is taxes, insurance, everything's paid at 500. You get 250 back. That's really not that much through the year. You get the bad renter. You know the water heater breaks all this stuff. But real estate's going to cost you money out of pocket. Mm-hmm. That 20 right. grand is always going to be there though. You just bought it. It's paid down to 80. Every month this guy gives you rent. He's paying down your 80 while that property is increasing in value. It's just simple mathematics, but it's going to cost you out of pocket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because even if you're running on a two grand, $2,500 a year return, uh, you know, cash flow, you already know something's going to need maintenance on that house, whether it's that year or in the next three, four or five, and you're only going to have 10 grand in five years or whatever, four years. Yeah. It's going to cost you, but it's going to cost you very little compared to the increase that's going on the whole time you own it right it's not in front of your face until you want it to be right but back to what you say you got the guy pays it off twice you you reconvert that loan twice as soon as it's paid off you go back to the bank you know he paid it off let's say year seven you know must got on a good deal you know we're talking probably a forty thousand dollar house yeah 2008 so to me i would compare it to something nowadays let's say i bought i started buying in 2015 that's when i had my first so you know seven years later that property I bought for 35 grand, 40 grand, uh, 70 grand. They're all now worth, you know, 100K more on one, 50K, 80, you know, they're all three paid off. You just take that money, you rewrite that loan, and you make those same people pay it back off again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, it's, it, it blows my mind how well, much. Well, you play it, with it, the equity. Yeah. Right. It, not play with it, but, you know, you have the equity you have to do the, something. Yeah, like. you yeah. have the availability to move but it. But, dude, the, yeah. just, just but in it took the short seven years to time. do it. Right, right. In a short amount of time with real estate, it blows my mind how much it it, it can increase. So, so you know the house on Major that we bought, bought it for thirty five thousand dollars. Okay, we put twenty into it, and then we sold it for one twenty. Nate that bought it that works does he still work for you? Yes, he does. Still works for you. That's I still need my commission check. Yeah, Ryan Ryan is owed a commission check, but he's yet to see it yet. <laughs> But so just, he, just he like, just like that old fashioned. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go back to podcast episode. What? Two yeah. or one. Yeah, You'll see. I won that bet too. In a commission check. We don't know I'm, how much yeah. on the commission check. Hey, yeah. I'm going to fudge the numbers a little bit right here. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't a licensed realtor at the time, but so we bought it for 35, put 20 into it and then sold it to him for 120. And then he sold it to whoever. And I saw it on the market like three months ago. For two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, he's. I believe. I want to say, sold it for one forty. Okay, so if he sold it for one forty, he made twenty G's. And then it, he may. He actually, he may have only sold it for one twenty. I think he just paid, got rid of it just enough to get out of it. Okay. Because he didn't own it for what two years. Yeah. And then some dude that worked for a trucking company. Come yeah, bought him. it, but we, and then they yeah, they they, they, re, they redid it. Yeah, they completely yeah. redid it. Opened yeah. up a bedroom, but now they're selling it for two hundred thousand dollars, dude. It started with a distressed property with grass that was so high to where you could barely see the house, and we bought it for thirty five thousand dollars from a company that owned it in Utah. My dad, my dad drove by it, going to a different job. A site great said, deal, by the way. Yeah, incredible deal. It, it drove been by nice it, saw that it was deserted, and said. Hey, this might be an opportunity for you guys to get in a house, fix it up, and then sell it at some point. Yeah, keen awareness yeah. to his, you know, his goals, his his aspirations of how he's going about 
the exit strategy. I mean, yeah. everything to me is kind of about the exit strategy once you have it dialed in. Yeah. Well, you can you know back I mean? engineer it a little bit. Yeah. Hey, these a little are the bit. steps well, that yeah. we need and to that's, do. And that's one thing that I, another thing that I love working for the company I work for. Larry's, Larry is so big, more than his retirement. He is so big on about leaving his legacy yeah, to his absolutely. boys and to he's doing a good job dude, too. not even his boys. I'm not even his own blood, but he's worried about leaving a legacy for me too, which is huge. Not a lot of people can say that sitting in my position that their bosses are saying, yeah, Hey, I'm going to try to leave a legacy for you. You're not even my blood, but I'm going to try to leave it for you too. And, you know what I mean? Right. That's and, just and, huge. And I love that he's doing that. There's a difference between, a guy, a guy who's been doing it for how long? A guy who's, you know, again, right. back to what works for you. Right. And, and that's part, maybe was part of his exit strategy or mm -hmm. mine, you know, that I want to do that as well. But how do I maintain that with where I'm at with what I'm doing right, right now? He's done, he's done a really good job at it. He is. So again, he's somebody that mentor. someone can learn yeah. from. That's Dude, exactly. I have. That I you'll have, be able to pass uh, on as right. soon as you, you know, Correct. keep keep prog Correct. progressing That's, in, in your phone. Dude, passion. I'm a hundred percent ever since I started working for Larry, it's sponge. Shaping, I've been shaping a, you up a bit. Dude, is it? I've been <laughs> I've been a sponge. Yeah, start ever drinking since. beer at noon. That's all he's learned. <laughs> That's all he learned. That. Start drinking beer at noon. <laughs> Not just that. But he is a he is a very experienced he's he had a good mentor too, his grandpa Larry, or Dakota's grandpa. He was He's who started this whole shindig that we're a part of. So yeah, but it's kind of crazy. Sometimes I stint, I, I think back to it of like you know if I was raised in a different household, like maybe I wouldn't have uh, all of these entrepreneurial like aspirations because like you know like my dad's an entrepreneur, my grandpa's an entrepreneur, my mom she cuts hair, she's an entrepreneur, yes. has her own yep. beauty shop. Like, dude, this was just instilled like of. Well, that's where this the blessing. That's where the blessing comes in. Yeah, like, we're I mean, blessed to yeah. have been in these positions right, to be able to right. to do that. And so, when people are like, "How do I? How do I start up a business?" You know, I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I can't really tell you exactly how to start up a business like I did because I just always was a business." You right. know, what right. I mean? like, well, you figured it yeah, out. I too. was my own business right. forever, man. You figured you know? out what but, works yeah, for and, you. And I don't, I don't shut them off there, right? But. I, I, I tell them, hey, you know, I'll help line them out on, on different aspects of how to get one going. But I always explain that to them. I was like, yeah. your, your journey is going to be different than mine in this, you know. And I think you, you're capable of doing it. I know you can do it. These are the things you're going to have to do in order to do it. Yeah. And I love watching people do that. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's other people who I, I've seen that I know that have done it that have kind of, you know, I let my, my guard down on some people, you know, that maybe take advantage of that whereas other people are genuine about it to where I can actually see enjoyment in watching them progress where the others not that I I dis enjoy it or if that's a word but it, it just uh a little more dissatisfying because I know that they'll take advantage of their their clients and customers essentially if they're right. willing to take advantage of right. anybody you know like true colors get shown so but yeah, man, you're gonna find yourself in those positions when you're doing things and putting yourself out there, networking, and sometimes you got to know, you know, it's just it's part of the whole juggle, yeah. right? Entrepreneurship. And I mean, you're gonna get put in positions that are uncomfortable, right? Yeah. And, and you got to figure them out because think, you're your business, your your name's your business, your brand's your business. I think going with that too, it's just like all three of us. We're all in a diff. We're all part of something something different but 
I think entrepreneurs and people like us who, you know, we've worked for what we got. It's not how well can people. you work together with others? Right. Right. But we all have you like have a di- different, like what you were just saying to go with it. I think we all have like a different aspect of how life is rather than some nine to five union worker does. You know what I mean? Like we see life a different way and we learn how to uh, learn as we go and problem solve it as we go as well. You got to troubleshoot and problem solve. And, and and those guys do too. I mean, everybody has different, again, even let's say the union worker. I mean, there's different levels in that, you right, know, to right. where they all have to do what's good for, for their company in right. order for them to all get their paychecks to do jobs sufficiently. Right. And there's, well, and you know, there's just, there's orders of work, how you have to work together with everybody you're around. Right. And we do get to see it from a totally different lens than other people. Correct. And you can get labeled as a little wild or crazy because of that. Right. You know, sometimes cause like you're, you're a wild man or a wild goose like you're out at 11 o'clock doing a podcast right now right, right. but yeah what are we doing we're we're networking well yeah. and it's the same thing like what you're saying going back to it is it's what works for you is you know if someone that has a different job that you know they clock out on friday and nine there's no degrading that none i, no, I, I don't no, think I, you I was no, well, yeah yeah and, 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 and i'm elaborating i'm not saying that at all i'm just saying on the aspect is it's it's the same thing what you're saying is there's different things that work for different people. And I think that, you know, like, dude, sometimes I, and I know you think this too. I know you do. Is that sometimes when it's Saturday and my phone's ringing mm-hmm. about other mm-hmm. stuff, I got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes and most of the like time, this, those calls, really the ones that even, come in as a lead, they end up never working out. Yeah, probably not. But you know what I mean? You're like, you took up my time on the Saturday. I mean, if there's a problem that that needs to be put out, that's different. But like someone who kind of comes in all of a sudden hot and heavy fireball, oh, we're doing this. I want this done on Monday. And they call you on Saturday and then you don't hear from them stuff. You're like, okay. Yeah. You took up an hour and a half or two of my time for me to to prove to you that I'm willing to go to work for you like I am anybody else. But you took advantage. Well, I I, I tested this. But that's okay. When we went down to the lake. When we went down to the lake with Dill, uh, we got down there Friday, and I still had some stuff that I had to do work-wise. And we were all, like, sitting around drinking beer, and I had to pull my laptop out and type out, like, like two or three paragraphs because me and my brother were working on something. And I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm doing this now because there's times on Mondays whenever I go turkey hunting and nobody else yes. can. But yep. I'm doing this yep. now. Hey, nobody else is doing this now. Nope. Right. But I'm doing this now because I get to do something other times that other people don't get to do. Yep. Right. So, yep. like, but there is definitely sometimes where I go, dude, I wish I could shut it off Friday. Absolutely. And not deal yeah. to deal with well, it until at, 8 o'clock on Monday. Look at, look at. Look I at, wish I could do that sometimes. I feel like I got trapped in it and I just said I got to do it. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I just got to do it. That's mainly what yeah. it is. But it's like last Friday, dude. Most people were down at the lake either Thursday or think, Friday. And he worked till probably eight thirty he, nine o'clock. He showed up. He showed up I, here, and I, was I worked till right seven leases. last Friday. And then I showed up at I don't think it gets seven in the trenches, boys. Oh, it I know it does. does. I, hey, I, what have I been, what have I been telling you? What have I been telling you? This is how it's supposed, it's supposed to, feel. to be like this. Yeah. It's, it's supposed, supposed to be. Like hey, this. if we're doing something impactful, if we're doing something big, if we're doing something profitable, it 
is supposed to feel like this. Again, because it goes towards, when I say the exit strategy, the exit strategy isn't meant to be like, oh, how are we getting out of here? How are we done? But how do we, you know, progress to the point of, you know, back in, you know, where we want it? The exit strategy is like, what do you want to, I mean, maybe some people don't have one. They just want to continue to just blow, you know, again, back to what works for you. Yeah. You know, um, I know we keep saying that, but it's the truth is it's just totally different for every, I don't know. The exit strategy to me isn't meant to be like, we're trying to just be done with it, but it's how do we progressively get it to a point to where we can kind of put it away. Yeah. Right. That's where my dad's at right now is Mm -hmm. he's at the point where he's, he, now that this, how his, one of his rentals sold, He's able to liquefy some funds, pay off all of his rentals to where now he's, okay, the rentals are going to pay for my living. And I'm spilling his beans, whatever. But he's in a position to where, and he he says this over and over and over again, now I'm going to do what I want to do and not what I have to do. Right. You know this. You know this as a fact. Yeah. Whenever it gets to the point, whenever you're like, all right, I'm 55, I'm done doing this stuff. You ain't. What you gonna sit on the couch and watch TV? He ain't done. Come on. He ain't done. There's no dude. This this race does not stop. No. No. It does not stop. No, you're always you're gonna got, be involved always, in things, yeah. and but it. I do think that there's a and same thing with the media business. How do you want to convert it? I guess convert right. it. That, I, I, yeah, I think that's maybe a better. It's let, it's letter being able to have an exit to where it's. Oh, I'm dude. I'm just saying, and I'm just speaking on my behalf. I'm not going to ever stop doing stuff. Like, if it's under my control, I'm going to keep making hunting videos until I can't hold a camera. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm going to keep yeah. taking pictures because I genuinely enjoy that. Same thing with the property ma- or in, in the real estate and the property management. Dude, we're always going to try and flip properties, invest in real estate, do this, try and grow a portfolio, try and have a business that's profitable. Like... Yeah, that's how, not stopping. How but can I think I that there's it? an ab- there's a an avenue to where we can get it to where Yeah, we can put it on cruise control. Yeah. yeah, we can develop it to where it makes enough to where we don't have to necessarily be there. We don't have to necessarily facilitate it. What's our end goal? Okay. To have ten properties paid off to where all right, we can chill. We just have to manage this stuff. We're not gonna be done. No, when are we no. gonna be done? Well, you can't you can't save your way to wealth. All right, so that's where. But you can get your if there's a goal that you want it to be at. That's the exit strategy, right? That's mm-hmm. the definition of it. Is it? I want to be at a hundred million. Do I want to? Do I want my son to take it over? Do, you know what I mean? Right. There, there's the that line of commands there. And for me, I I know I don't want to landscape the rest of my life. You know, and. I have a passion for real estate. I see what real estate can do. I like to actually help people build their wealth, mm-hmm. you know, however it is, and diversify themselves, whether it's helping them start their own business, which is free of charge. So I better get some more boats for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, Hold on, pause. Ladies and gen- <laughs> gentlemen, I'm going to go take a piss right quick and I'm going to let them continue. But. I'm going to let this I'll, interrupt. What I was going to do was get uh, jump back to. I didn't want to discredit my like the people who have played a part in helping me get to where I was, you know, and I kind we, we kind of left the topic, but I think we left off when I was like around my twenties, 25, 25. Yeah. yeah. And me and my wife had already, like I was saying, the personal decisions and things like that had kind of already, uh, we had a rocky start, you know, because we were so young and again, outside you started influences, life young. young decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, we got, going early which came with its own challenges um we're still married to this day 
and you know i couldn't do this stuff without Kudos her she's, to you guys she's seen all of the struggles that i have gone through to try to just keep the keep the wheel turning you know um right. so she's number one supporter without a doubt she's in there helps helps with uh anything she can whenever she can and that has made the whole thing a lot more tolerable um but you do bounce back and forth so you know we had struggles uh with relational struggles uh due to just the lifestyle of it all um those are those are some of the things that came with it but um long story short we were uh thinking about splitting up um ended up working it out and the church gave us an opportunity uh that allowed us to uh, work with another couple that mentored us through our finances and how to understand them better and from really that point forward and i think like i said 25 that that was when things started lining up a little better because our line of communication kind of revolved around the finances of how we could do things to better the whole process. Right. right. Being smarter, being wiser with it all. Mm -hmm. And it brought us together. Not that we had financial like issues, like you don't spend money on this or don't do money on that. But it was like, Hey, we're, we're going to, this is, this is kind of your guys's topic to, to work together on, you know? And it's, it gave you guys an avenue. It did. And it's literally the same to this day. And I think about it weekly for sure. How grateful I was that that opportunity came to me. Um, Yeah. Good for you, man. A lot of people played a part in that. I mean, uh, uh, helping orchestrator facilitator line that up or knowing that, you know, that was a need that we had a lot of prayer and, uh, just counsel, you know, seeking right. counsel. You, you're going to have to do that if you're going to be an yeah. entrepreneur. Kudos, kudos you know? to you guys, man. So I have divorced uh, parents and oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of times yeah. we could have definitely, definitely have done it. Yeah. Um, fortunately we haven't, I, you know, nobody can ever predict the future, but I don't see any reason why we would. So, right, uh, right. That's that's a great part of it. We're, we rolled out from there, kept kept going. The uh, church helped us out. We got into a house after that, and then that's when I started buying real estate um, shortly after. You know, and it, and it was just like anything. Once you do it and you understand it, you want to do more of it. Right. Especially mm-hmm. when it just flat out makes sense. So that was kind of fast forward to where it was. Uh, as soon as I started getting into buying uh, properties and, and seeing remodel them, getting renters, doing that thing, it, it made it gave me this feeling of, okay, now my view on perception on how I want to run this co- the lawn care company has has changed. You know, and then that progressed into becoming an agent, um, and then now you have this other animal that you need to control. You know, while you're mm-hmm. trying to basically start up a whole new company and learn all that stuff and then that kind of brings us up to where we are today you know went through that other than i just made a decision through looking at things um that as soon as i could i would just tone down one company and go the other and the verdict's still out there i mean i'll be honest like i was saying at the beginning was that the we've spent money you know what i mean and i've told the guys i'm like we're running at a higher rate to operate today than i ever have like mm-hmm. yeah. all the way from top to bottom how many yards you got every, going right now well i'm talking about on on what's going out oh gotcha what it's costing to just yeah, run yeah, yeah. every day well mm-hmm. i'm sure is, with everything going on between what you got yeah. to pay people and keep everybody happy yeah. and insurance and tires and mm-hmm. you know i mean not a sob story but i'm like trucks break down believe yeah. me we're not everything is legitimately more expensive right you know right and when 
it, I, I, I just even the money it costs just to open up the shop door, turn the lights on, just to get the equipment out the door each day. You start adding the numbers up, and you know, when then we're in the middle of a couple remodels and things like that. Yeah, it can get scary, but yeah. that all that type of stuff ends up changing your exit strategy. Like, okay, exit strategy yeah. gets moved around, but I feel like it's like the the ball you're chasing the whole time is how do I tame my beast to where it all just makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if it does. My grandpa always used to say that we could hire 10 more people and we'll do way more business, but we'll make the same money. Same money. Yep. Yep. And that's the truth. Yeah. And then that's, it's finding the medium. Yeah. Where's the medium that works the best to make it what it can be. And Mm -hmm. then you buy a new piece of equipment or you do something else and you're like, we need, we just got to generate the numbers to cover the numbers. How, how can we, generator cover the numbers by having more people more clients more everything it's just cash flows differently yeah Yeah. that's definitely something that i've been like trying to wrap my head around of how to successfully scale and 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 i want to do and the biggest it's hard and the biggest thing is that's why i let i'm so i'm so passionate (laughs) about i want to bring the right puzzle pieces in i want to have the right people that are in the right positions and i want everybody to make money that's my thing. Yeah. Is and yeah. one of our investors is, is very transparent with us. And is like, if you guys make money, that means I'm making a ton of money. And it's not a greedy thing, but it's like one of the deals is I just, I, I'm struggling with the scaling thing. And I, I really want to like learn more about how do we, and this is since we started infinity outdoors, I've always been about culture mm-hmm. and about, Dude, the people that you have around, if you have culture with them, if you have culture throughout the company, that that is going to do dividends. You know what I mean? It's, it cues, a firsthand example of he works with us hand in hand through the media company, through the Timberline properties, through Thurn Painting Construction, all of it. He has to know, and I'm he's right here. He has to know that there is a vision here that we have for him to be motivated to do what he does day to day. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. There has to he be does. culture yeah. here yeah. to where he goes, okay, I believe in what you guys are not necessarily saying, but also doing. It's hard it's hard to convey that. Like how but, do we do that? Get him to yeah. commit. It, yeah. Just to, and, and I I'm just talking of like even to get him on the days that he doesn't want to do stuff, but he shows up and like works later hours, like that has to come because he believes in like what we're doing. Right, and I he think that was that like what he's gonna have. He's gonna have a seat at the table. Right, right. I think that that's like kind of what we did with the IO stuff too. Is like, there's a vision here. Like, we all want to try and do this. Like, this is what we're like all going for. And I think that's kind of like what we're doing with the Timberline properties and the media management stuff too. Is like we have a vision of, hey, this is what this could be. Hey, this is what we're shooting for. Hey, here's steps of like once we do this, we can do this. After that, we do that. But I think that the culture. It's it's hard to do, man. It's hard. It is. And, it's so and, hard. And that I, that's, and it's it's hard to find. And I'm using this as myself as an example, obviously. But it's hard to find someone who's for the brand like me. I, oh, I agree. No, I, I definitely I agree. It yeah, it's hard. Dude, I've been for the brand since I've been 16 years old. Yeah. I'm, I just yeah. turned 25. No, you're you're definitely. Hey, in, hey. camera over there got some perks it does being for the brand it does that's what yes no he he has done he's stood the course to to find out what the perks were how yeah. many people really want to do that 
Right. Or, you know what I mean? And and, yep. and that's where Kia is correct. And I had my correct. in-between years. I tried out well, the college sure, route sure. because yeah. I wanted to make my Nothing parents wrong happy. with that. Nothing wrong with it. Go to college. Do what you want to do. But you, yeah. that wasn't my niche. I figured out what I You've wanted to do. You kept the waters clear yeah. for 10 years. Is that what you were saying? How you're 25. I'm 25. So nine, 10 yeah. years. We're gonna say you've kept the water. That's you didn't muddy the waters. You're here. You guys are kicking ass. I agree with Q. It's really hard to find that that type of person who you it can is. you can get right. to, it is. To, to be loyalty. motivated enough and it have is, the loyalty and understand loyalty. like if I don't do this, how hard it actually does make something for you or or for someone else versus. This is my role, you know, even back to the union company, mm-hmm. kind of everybody has their role right. in the big scheme of things. Right. If I'm not here, it's somebody else. And you're still working for that somebody else. I don't ever say you're working for me. I say it's we, you know, we're, we're doing this. Like using those choice words that I, I can lay my head down about them. Man, I literally tried my best. You mm-hmm. know, this guy might not have a good vibe and that's just it. Like he's never going to have a good vibe because my vibe's so good that yeah. he just, you know, he has the negative vibe that he's like, yeah. hey, the, 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 the better, the nicer he is or the cooler he is about shit, the more pissed I'm going to be because I don't have a leg to stand on anymore. You go right. through some of that shit where, right. you know, no wonder he's happy, you know, so I'm glad I brought back up kind of the, the progress of the company or, you know, or the, my, my journey, you know, because yeah, right. I'm, at, I'm in the same exact spot now today that you are. And there's people who are leaps and bounds ahead of me and already have it scaled and already know we ain't doing this there or that here or whatever, but I'm willy nilly, man. I just on it. Cause I literally started doing it when I was 12 for cash for the neighbor. You know, mm-hmm. I was big time when I had an Excel sheet, Yeah, you know, um, so you put yourself sometimes in those bad spots, but seeking it like you are is great. Yeah. Um, I've been trying for probably the last three years to consult and uh, scale and and yeah. uh, look for ways to create culture and motivate, right, mm-hmm. that, are, that are attainable goals. Hey, guys, this is the mountain. This is how we're going to try to climb it. You know, let's see if this works, lining it out, but – yeah, yeah, you just have to pay somebody the money almost. You know right. what I mean? Like you can't do the hey man, this is what you're good at. Like some people you can work deals out with. You know, I think you and I may be in that category that we can work some deals uh from business to business together. Other people, you know, they just sometimes if you're not just putting the money that they need to do it in front of them, then they're not gonna finish the job. Right. So What's you're better off just paying somebody you don't know, say, right. Come here, show me the deal, let's roll move on if you have the funding what's that uh line hire slow fire fast Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it it takes you gotta you gotta pay attention to who you're bringing on and as soon as you figure that they're not what you're doing you gotta you gotta you gotta move forward i feel that's definitely from a labor standpoint i mean especially now you almost just have to take anything you can right now yeah 100 percent I mean, even for a while, but like, how is how is that landscape changed over the last year? I've been more like hire fast, fire fast with what we do because you're you lose a guy. This dude, you know, you get guys that do you think that the turnover rate is just like that because of lawn stuff? Oh, I think a lot of it is. I mean, you know, it's I don't want to knock people because no, I I try to uh, be able to 
see anybody why somebody's where they are you know yeah i I feel fortunate for where i'm at but i also know that i've been in positions where i could go one way or the other too yeah i just didn't know people hold me accountable but yeah i mean it's 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 really bad turnover man i mean you get a lot of people that i mean it's progressed since 2008 to now like kind of the the whole culture of lawn care anyways right so now now a lot of these guys understand like oh i'll go buy there's a hundred different type of mowers you can choose from that are all kind of the same i mean the patent on that the right stander alone at one point there was only two different brands that carried it the patent came up next thing you knew everybody has a standing roller you know so they kind of controlled the market they didn't like if you had standards you were like whoa and you know midwest versus east coast whatever um it's just a different breed i guess to put it one way Mm -hmm. a lot of your employee class now the guys who are like lifers um like me or something are normally kids you know they start kind of as kids through a buddy's dad had a company or you know Mm -hmm. um their dad had one or you know things along those lines um but right now i mean i actually have the best highest quality no felons no drug addicts working for me you know yeah good for you which is crazy yeah but and i don't mean that to scare people right because i do screen these guys like i I literally have people on ads they tried to i I think they just try to case my place essentially Mm -hmm. you know yeah i want a job i can start today blah 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 where do i meet you you know and you're like well, let's get together, buy you a coffee or, you know, breakfast or whatever mm-hmm. and get you an application and mm-hmm. they don't show up. They don't meet you or, oh, I'll be there and then they're late and then you end up meeting them in a parking lot, handing them paperwork and then they, f- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. then they don't show up or you say, yeah, that's cool. Uh, meet us at the job site. You know, they meet you at the job site, whatever. I give them any option they want and yeah. they don't even meet you at the job site. They want to know where your shop is. They ask you every time, where's your shop? Yeah. You feel you have to fill up, but that same guy that might ask that may not actually have those intentions, but may appear as if he does as the same guy that did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you got to take it as a two of my key employees time, came yeah. from the exact same source that the same ones who are trying to case me came from Yeah, that I've had for seven years. You yeah. know what I mean? But we're not out there letting drug addicts drive our trucks and felons drive our trucks and stuff, but they're working with our crew leaders who then in return have to say hey this guy's not going to make the cut yeah so quality quality is very entry level position you know yeah but when you get someone who wants to perfect the craft they're not yeah how do you get someone to want to do that how do you get them to stay around it's i think the culture is that glue that you that can kind of get people to stick but my dad's always said that especially being in the paint paint business for as long as he's been in the paint businesses as soon as he gets somebody taught up to spray enamel spray freaking lacquer on cabinets then they can go okay i've got the paint paint i've got i've got five thousand dollars saved up i'm spending three thousand dollars on an airless i'm buying a 40 footer and a 20 footer i got a paint business and what what he's said for the longest time is basically yep. I coach people into I having their Larry own business. I watched do it. I know exactly what to do. The the master himself taught me. Yeah, I'm good at it. And a lot of times they I go asked, and backdoor the builder that they're working on. Hey, well, I can, you got any too. other stuff? Well, there's that's going there's on? companies that they start the culture off. They they want you in kind of a, a frightened culture, mm-hmm. right? They, you show up, you sign a oh, non compete clause, this that the other. They're corporate, very corporate ran. Yeah. It's just not my style necessarily. But yeah. if someone came in and said, hey, you know, this is the culture you need to create and could get me to believe why and show me the benefits of it and that's how they wanted to scale it, I'd be all for it. I don't. I think there's a balance between the two, you yeah. know, and understanding what you got. But I think what you do, 
do for one, you got to do for all. Yeah. You know, so that you keep it consistent. But it's an anomaly at times, man. The whole, the whole thing, you know, um, yeah, uh, you just have to ride the wave. And then when there's not one, you got to paddle, you know? Yeah. I just want people to understand that the, there's so many glories to entrepreneurship and being self-employed, but also there's so many things that weigh against you as well. It's mm-hmm. not all just take off on Friday early. That's yeah. not, that's not necessarily. Some people can. I know guys who started businesses and uh, they picked a better business to master than I did. And they legitimately do. Yeah. But guess right. what? That's not the one I picked. Yeah. What's right. that? What's that you meme know? where it's like, I quit my 40 hour job to be self-employed to now work 80 hours. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, and it is the truth. I mean, and I'm not saying those guys ain't working. They still have clients that, you know, oh, for they, sure. they may for be sure. out. They right. may be, they may not be in the shop on Fridays or can shut it down in a different way than we can. We're seasonal. They're, they're co- constantly rotating, whatever. They don't have mm-hmm. enough, you know, they could work 24 hours in this, whatever people bring their work to them versus we go to them. Everything everybody serves a purpose that's what an economy right. is yeah you know so um i take mine and i take lickens i mean I, I have people still to this day sometimes like oh you still have that lawn care company i'm like yeah you know i'm respectful about it. i'm like yeah mm-hmm. i sure do you know i'm also doing this and that if i feel the need to or i just yeah. i ride it but right. i'm like that's you almost come at me insulting to a degree like oh you still have oh, your you lawn care going, yeah. sure do sure do oh you know like i don't think they mean it but maybe they right. do who knows either way you're like yeah yeah but uh, I do got to say this, though. I do. I do. Yeah. Years do. later, yes, yeah. I do. Yes, I do. Still I, doing the same I, right, thing. Right, but you, get what, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I, and I, I'll be the first to admit, sometimes I do read people incorrectly. So um, that's why I really let majority of things roll off my back unless I'm certain that right. you meant that right. intentionally. Right. Me. Or you've read them before, really no you know how they – like, okay. But yeah. I laugh at that one, though. You know what I mean? Like right. Sometimes, you know, things catch you off guard. I will say this, though. Um I'm going to give Nate a shout out uh, because there is guys like you were talking about Larry who come in, they do this, uh, but they're going to take over and think they got it all figured out. And th- like you said, those guys come through the back door on you. But Nate's always said, no, nah. I'm like, I'm sorry. Why haven't you ever done that? You know, he's like, dude, I already know how much headaches you go through. I don't want to do it. You know? Yeah. Right. But how do I still keep him motivated and happy enough to make the business run smoother? Right. That's all it is. is run, make, let's make the business run smoother, not let's do what's good for Ryan. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's do what's good for the business because in return, it's better for you. Right. right. It, th- but, that's the same thing that what we were talking about. Is, it's like, dude. Dude, if the business is doing well, everybody doing well. Right. Well, and that's the thing. I'm telling them, like, I'm trying to track profitability mm-hmm. more to a T, like of understanding categorized, hey, we're actually looking at these numbers together now to where you understand you did all of this. This is what it equated to. And this is what it cost us. Mm-hmm. You know? That's hard to do when you got and different that's being employees. Transparent. And, yeah. And then saying, hey, if we hit this number, then you can be entitled to that. But I'm also not going to do that when I give you a car, then you, you know, and I'm loaning you the car and you're paying me back on the car and then I'm writing you bonus checks. And, you know, we're, we don't need to look at the 30% if that's what we're doing, right? Right. Because we already did. I got to call you, you to know see where I mean? you're at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, if we're killing it, like everything's running smooth, like we both know it should, and then we're able to say, hey, we both know how everything should be done. You're doing it the same way that we discussed we were going to do it because that's what we agreed on that we thought was going to be the best thing for it, and it's not that. Then, 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 where do we? You know what I mean? But that's the culture thing because it's like 
I've told people before, I'm like, I, I can't just always be your yes man on this stuff because yeah. right. then where's the, any accountability to anything? Oh, right. yes, 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 yes. Oh, well, nope, can't pay you because I said yes to everything else that That's you what I'm going We have right no now. freaking money left. That's yeah. what I'm going through right and now. And I'm managing Larry. it. Yeah. It's like he's. It's he's hard to do. It. Dude, it's hard for him to do just as it's hard for me to do. It's just he's opening up because, like Dakota said, he's he's focused on his retirement plan now, right now, because he just right. W- it's time. We're under contract yeah, with his it's time with his exit rental. strategy. Yeah. Right, we're on his exit exit basically right now. So like my well, job, said it thirty times. My job Q. title, <laughs> right? My job title technically is to make Larry Thurn's life easier. So and I've really had to been a test to that in the last month. So I'm going through that well, stuff right now. Well, here's the mindset you should have, though. In return to making his life easier, you have now put yourself in a better position. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Right? Like, that's that's a good opportunity right. to have. Right. So I know, I know you know you know that. I'm just saying, like, that's where, as an employee of a company, I want to be there to get you, Dakota, out of here because you'll go on and I'll, I'll – be able to show you look what all i've been able to do for the company while you're doing other beneficial factors right. for it and maybe yeah. larry's not at this end but the return on it's a little different than it you know what i mean if somebody right. can it'd be like if nate was like ryan i don't want you to show up to the shop at all again right mm-hmm. just give me that and i'm gone I'm like, right. okay well, and that's but what they're I've, not gonna do that's that, what you know i'm what leading I mean? to like, well i because i want to come back that's to what say, i hey. that's what i've gone to like last last friday he was wanting to go down there like Thursday night and it was noon on Friday. And I said, what are you doing? And he goes, Oh, I'm just getting ready to pack up. And I'm like, yeah, pack up and get out of town. Yeah. You, I this, got it for me. I got it here. Yeah. Go. I got it. Then what we preached to Q too, is that we've got the table. Yeah. yeah. You got to make your own seat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to set your own napkin. You got to set your own fork. You got to do it. Everybody can eat here, but, we're not setting your table for we're right. Not we got we have manners at the table that right. you know. Right. If we just let every guy that walked in the door do that same thing, we wouldn't have paint sprayers. We trucks would be gone, or you know what I mean. Right. Mowers would be gone. Right. Been in business for thirty five years. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why. And right. Then you have a brand and a name and a recognition, and you can carry on a company while you know the owner can just work his way out of the equation right to right. whatever you know to there's an extent, all, there's a hundred, well, to right, an extent not, he's not right away right now but over until he's maybe now until he's 70 he's gonna be he's involved gonna he's gonna be out. involved for a while still 75 but, whatever it right. is but we're pushing him but out. we're pushing him out we're, we're pushing to, him yeah larry larry <laughs> hey larry larry if you're watching pack it up <laughs> All right, you're hey. outie. No, uh, no, we, but no, dude, no, they don't mean it, it. it's it's out of respect for us. Yeah. Thank you for the platform that you have built for us, so right. that we can continue to do this. Thank you. Like that's our goal. That yeah. and dude, yeah. me yeah, and Dayton yeah, owe him yeah, so yeah. much. And dude, and I don't mean to go down a freaking brag on this or that, but I'm just saying we owe to help facilitate the exit strategy because also with us helping facilitate the exit strategy that also is creating something for us to pursue in the coming years but well that's what we're, back to that's his what legacy right. the legacy that he's uh wanting to attain and is going to and is working towards with right. you the company that's legacy to his kid my, my right. kids will have the choice you know right 
Well, you want well, to deal with his legacy deals? It's the same thing what I was talking about with Q. Is hey, this legacy is here, but the table set. You got to create your thing to help be a part of this legacy. And I think that that's what my dad's preached to some of us is that it ain't going to be given to you. It's not given. It's not given. Hey, I will be here to help facilitate and consult and be the anchor to, you know, be dude. Listen, I could not be more fucking blessed. All right. I can't stress that enough. And I don't want to, and dude, I struggled this for the longest time of like, even when I worked for my dad being boss's son, I mean, dude, right, you could, right, you, you, right. I don't got to have to go down that road of like, oh, I was given to you. Oh, oh. No. All yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, you, you do you're have right. an advantage at you're being right. a third generation company you're right. or second generation. The advantage gen, is there. Yeah, it's, the it, advantage the, is the there. The advantage if you want to take the opportunity. But I could be a yeah, and do the right deadbeat. thing. It's what Absolutely. you do with it. I could be a deadbeat. Hundred percent. What you do with it. Hundred percent. That's why. So I, I never take it away. You still have to run the company correctly, yep. right? right. Or, or be right. able to understand what was taught to you in order to do so. And yeah. if you, you don't have the ability to do it, you don't. Do you have a a, a little bit of an edge? Sure, great. What's yours yeah. is yours, man. What's right. mine's mine, and uh, my I. I got it worse than others and better right. than others, and that's life. So, but this isn't this isn't a no, ship that's built that we no, hop on we're and not, then we go. Yeah, on. we're not yachting. Me and my every brother weekend, are still man. freaking yeah, getting dirty. plugging the holes yeah. and freaking spackling and like yeah. this isn't a ship that we hop on and no. just like go coasting and okay, no effort and we make tons Rain of money. That's in the not Bahamas. what's going to happen. Yeah, it's dude, Drinking we're starting coconuts. company from zero right now. You know, it's 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 100%. zero to what can we turn this into? But dude. Are we blessed? I've ne- I would never see it that way. But here's the other thing. Not necessarily point. even financial benefit or, you know, my dad's investments or this or that. The wisdom of being in through business that's adjacent to what we're doing is worth all of that. All of that. Like, dude, he's got construction business for 35 freaking years. And, dude, that that's, that's what, like, what we've been preaching about the Timberline Properties deal is what works is – we don't have to call Delivery. or find a plumber. We have In-house. plumbers. Got it. We In-house. have so and so. Like, but that doesn't happen. My dad's been in business for thirty-five years. What are we talking about? Right. What are we yeah, talking resources. about? That and you got you got a guy like me who's who's open to learning new new oh, trades. Yeah. No, which is dude. We have now we have it. now we have multiple things that are in-house. We're about to have flooring in-house on our rental flips. We're about to have. Uh, tile done on our it's all in house well, and, and, it's, and not thing, only that yeah. it's going to save not only is it going to save us money but it's going to save our investors there, there's enough for all of us too like I mean I have a good majority of my acquaintances friends people I spend time around that buy properties as well. I mean, us included. You know, we we ha- we do some of the similar things. Honestly, you guys are mowing lawns now, by the way. Yeah. Hey, look <laughs> out, Ryan. Look <laughs> out, Ryan. No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, actually, no. But no, you are. Th- here's but the here's the there's enough part for everybody. About we can all eat. Right. Beautiful, beautifully said. Yes. And who did I come to? I, no, as to long as you don't about, intentionally step hey, on toes. Hey, here's the tips. What we're we're about to take on doing the lawn care for these properties. I Who did I Q, fucking I call? I seen Q stripes. He must Dakota must have took notes and gave it to that boy because they look good. I was boy, like, I oh, did I did mowing before I know these yeah, guys. I know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you did is, good, man. I wouldn't can't good. come to Dang, you if I'll I didn't respect. But you. You, you right, know what I'm saying? Right, yep. And listen, 100%. if you had questions about video stuff, who are you going to come to? I call you. 
Mm. I mean, I've, I've, I've done it because I'm the type of guy. I'm where not coming for your neck. Like you know that. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, yeah. Uh, not at all, man. I mean, uh, nobody sh- should ever intentionally step on someone else's toes or, you know, right. business opportunity because there's going to be another one right around the corner. Right. But just like you said, and I, I, I thought this whenever I first got Unintentionally, things can get messy. With right. some oh, people from without time a doubt. Time right. Oh, dang, I did not. Without uh, a doubt. You know, but you got to work past that and realize, like, dude, that wasn't intentional. We both were being for the same place. Yeah. How, how often is that really going to happen? Like, let's let's consider the options here. I mean, right. one of my best friends, we both showed up to the exact same place with the bid. I'm walking around with the president. He's walking around with the BP. He wins so many on me. I'm like, I got to get one on him eventually. You yeah. Know? And yeah. I, I, who's the first person I call when I got that contract awarded? Him. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? And he's like, you, you know, well, yeah, I'm like, hey, boy, you know, it's time I finally got one on you. Yeah, I'm glad about, I did. Yeah. Time. I said, yeah, you know. I said, you had the vice president. I had the president. Whatever. But, you know, he also understands. He's like, yeah, they're probably more glad that they got you though, or will be, you know, because yeah, right. we do things a little differently. Yeah. And he's like, I wouldn't want the headache. But I don't want to interrupt your thought, but it kind of goes to the point there. Like, that I, I was a perfect opportunity for to, to – to uh, maybe sever or hinder a relationship that's right. more beneficial over whatever dollar amount that little contract is mm-hmm. in comparison to the other business you can pass back and forth. Right. Call you, hey, Dakota, this house, did you see it? This looks like a good one for you. Mm-hmm. I'd rather someone do that for me back and forth than try to keep it all to myself. Yeah. Right. I want you to yeah. be rich. Well, and yeah. the, be, like you said, I want to be on your jet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and the thing is, is it's not as like uh, I. You can't have the scarce mentality. There's enough for all of us. There's enough for all of us. Yep. Preach if it to yourself. If, if, if it's media, if it's freaking lawn care, if it's freaking property management, if it's real estate investments, if it's in all of these different things, I think that a lot of times we get, and dude, I do this in the media stuff. Anytime I see anybody else doing it, I'm like, well, they're doing this and I'm doing it. There's enough for everybody. Just do your thing. Do what you do, close your deals, do whatever, be you, be authentic to who you are, do your stuff, and sell sell who you You are. You definitely can't worry. You got enough to worry about for your own self than to sit there. And don't get me wrong, naturally, you're going to look and be like, okay, that's cool that they did that or that's great. But how do you take what they did great and not turn into jealousy or envy? And turn into motivation. I try and take it into competitive. Because like, that's right. one thing that I, I yeah. feel like that I can wrap my head around. If is, that's where you want to be. Right. And, and, and it's, and it's kind of like want this. Lake if house, I, if, I might want 500 acres. Right. Right. And that's, that's that what he I He takes like. everybody to the lake house. I don't take nobody but 500. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because, again, different goals. Yeah. But I, I, I like it in the spec aspect of like I have people in my circle to where whenever they're doing something, it's competitive in the fact of – not that I want to beat you or do more than what you're doing, but the fact that you're doing it, you're right. Checkmate. You're going to hold me accountable to, I need to be doing it. I, 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 I find this with Mike. I do this a lot with Mike is anytime Mike does something cool. I go like this, tip my hat. Yeah. I'm at front row of your cheering section. And nice checkmate. Yep. And it's not, I'm going to try and beat you. It's, it's my turn to catch we have, the ball. We, we have yeah. a commitment to each other that if you're doing good stuff, I have to be doing good stuff. And it's yeah. one of those things where, okay, you're raising the bar. Time for me to raise the bar. Yeah, if if you can do it, I can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. Right. right? Like, it, 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 we ain't some rocket scientists, you know. 
yeah. over here just doing things nobody can do. But it's not a competitive like, thing. No, it's not. I want, it's like, Mike, to come go, over, dude, I want Mike to come over here yeah. and tell me about all the things that he's doing. I'm, I'm front row of his cheering Can't section. wait till I can tell you go, about the same go, thing. Go, yeah. go, go. Right. When it's my turn. Right. Because right. it'll be my turn. It'll be, yeah. I, I, that's what I love about it all, man. I, who wants to take what risk at right. what time? Yeah. But when you see your good buddy or your uh, – associate business partner who whatever whoever it is at any time doing something good for themselves and you think okay good job mike you talked to mike about how he attained it and it went and you're like okay i i, I can do that it's time for me to do that now mm-hmm. you know he i see he did it i did it I'm like fuck man if he's gonna do that i can i can surely justify doing this i use his fuel yeah. We should all fuel right. off each other. Like, oh, hey, good. Ryan's doing big like, stuff. Good. You needed to do we that for too. yourself. Yeah. That's what that's what somebody will say. Right. You know? Yeah. You got your your buddy gets a new range range we'll use this. You get that, I'm like, I told that's I'm happy you got that, mm-hmm. man. You're gonna love it. You yeah. needed to do that. I'm not gonna be like, damn. I wished I had a ranger. Mm-hmm. You know, I, how am I gonna get one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah. hell yeah, dude, that's gonna be fun, man. That's yeah. great. And then you go figure out how you want to get one for yourself. So, yeah. so what's today looking like for you? You're managing the mowing. You've di- you're dipping into the real estate game a lot more now. Yeah, diving so, in. So, to the yeah, real estate. so let's catch well, up. What I, what have you been yeah. doing the last couple months? Well, it got pretty hectic, for sure. Kicking the season off different spring every spring um but i did i got i walked into just a lot of the winter buildup of the work and clients i was working for and everything kind of all just started hitting at once and put a six under contract there in like one month um independent agent now so that's a lot i have awesome transaction coordinator great lender um couple of them that i use for different scenarios so i'm kind of getting into that group where i do have uh, more ability and confidence. Not that I didn't from the get go, but to take on six contracts in one month. Cause I mean, at one point I'm like, right. it was a lot to handle. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. I'm still, I'm going to close out two more here through June. And then my plate is, I, I have a way of like pulling and filling it. You know what I mean? If you're hungry, you, you start letting people know that you're hungry or, you know, not that I'm ignoring any clients that I have, but I'm handling them in a different manner potentially than I would be if it was winter you're looking you know, at your playbook so to speak. yeah Same it's what, the playbook 100 yeah. percent. and i did that last year it looks different this year but i also want to focus on the deals that i do have knowing that i hit the most in one month that i ever had you know and needed to and it could have been eight or ten had everything gone my way right six was great happy as heck about it but i'm not gonna do six again this month mm-hmm. you know what i mean for right for for june you know they're they're going through the, and i don't know what really july looks like but i always find a way to pick a piece off here you know what i mean and and really to be honest i mean i ended up uh buying that one in oak grove because i told him i said hey if the client doesn't then i will and the client was unable to that i brought i brought a client to the property for them to purchase and they didn't want it so i actually showed three um and then i ended up saying on the third one that did want it if they couldn't make it work than I would because I was that confident it was a deal but I also was like man I have this other mm-hmm. largest remodel I've done to date I mean we're adding on you guys have seen that place yeah and then here in the middle of that I, I get another one but it made sense from a cash flow standpoint of what I'm trying to do with everything I right. got and where I'm trying to kind of not necessarily exit strategy but strategize 
my location for, for properties. Um, that could be a great flip, but it's not. So, you know, transition into that couple new employees, couple leave. You've had been, a lot it's of, been a heck a lot of, of a chess deal. moves. Yeah. Make, on top yeah. of kids and then baseball season, Anthony, he, uh, played JV and varsity both. So he had, uh, I mean, five, six games a week, you yeah. know, going to those kids places, this, that, the other, it was, it, that's our hardest time of the year and it can get strenuous on all aspects. Um, so it was nice this weekend kind of was able like my, my come down yeah. from all of that. For nice real. relaxer. Yeah. I think it I was mean, for all of us. We yeah. didn't even turkey yeah. hunt together, the three of us, I not know. even once, which yeah, is like, really? But we, I think we all know why we didn't though, too, yeah. because we were all doing the exact same thing. I mean, I don't think, I mean, we, we tried, you know, like threw it out there like, Hey, do you want to go? Should we never right. did, you know? couple times me and dakota but right there was you know what i mean it wasn't the big old scheme play we yeah, were, you know no. you guys did great though but Dude, when you kill first day and then you do it, and yeah just didn't weather, shake that it way. just didn't work that the way weather, this year, which was okay with the weather me. was different yeah. this year dude not and with going into this okay season, i got my I bird all I was these good. different intentions yeah. i had like Okay, we're gonna do oh, this. Oh, they do were this. yeah high but dude, aspirations. Then we got super busy, and then it was I was doing this, and then we shot. Yeah. It was just. I think we all realized that uh, it's time to. We did. You guys did what you needed to do. Right. I was content with what I wanted to attain. I had a great season, but was it completely different than the season before? One hundred percent for me. Um, I think they're all different, you know. Oh yeah. Right. But this one was like. Way different. Again, back to aspirations, ideas, thoughts. And then I think it just kind of leveled out. We ironed it out to where it was like, just do. Not that we had like a thing, you yeah. know, per se, but we right. thought we would have hunted. So for sure, we've all been in this same go mode because we all know deer season's what matters. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> I ain't worried about none that don't fly. Oh, yeah. If we'll they don't see. fly, we'll I don't see. give a shit. <laughs> We all agree. Says the dude no, that's dude. about to get his all deer All right, back. if you're yeah. here, boat, boat for deer or duck. Yeah. Or waterfowl. Goose. I don't know, man. Goose was okay. I had a, I got. Come on. I went with Dakota quite a bit this year. It was my worst goose season. Bull. <laughs> we had some burners. We did. We had a couple. I, I just got, I got burnt. Here's what happened to me. I, I don't, I goose hunt a enough that when I go, I just go, mm. when people know they're on them, I get the invite and I go, well, we kind of went after them a little bit this we year. Did. And yeah. so there was some ass burners, you know, and then you're just trying to juggle it all. You learned something. I tried to. We also did I learned, I, I learned that I should have said I'm, we need to shoot on three with Keith. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. We also gambled oh, sometimes. You always learn to, out there, man. No doubt. Just to try some spots, too. And that well, was we had to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, got permission. I, I loved I loved every minute of it. That did the, did I get beat up? Did year, I get beat up? We need, Absolutely. We need two more ice heaters. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We need no, two more I, I, my mind could be changed, but not on not on bucks, man. I mean, shooting yeah. a, shooting a buck, I just no. I get super excited. It's so weird. Uh, I was talking to my dad about this, about the whitetail stuff. Is dude, I enjoy so much of the preparation and like the uh, like the food plots, the putting mineral out, the running trail cameras, the hanging stands, the doing all this. But dude, I have such bad ADHD. Fifteen minutes in the stand, I'm like. If you ain't seeing nothing, you're out. What right. do I do? What do I do? Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to like zone that in. Yeah. But I'm just saying, no, uh, I, it, it's I, gotten just, better. Ju- just being transparent, no, I no. absolutely love all the other parts. Like right. I love it. Uh, Brad Beaver, which did my logo for marathon stuff, they've got a series. It's like ninety ten, 
and it's like 90 is all the work that you put in and then the 10 percent is the uh, opportunity like, the, like opportunity. when it meets opportunity right yeah. yeah i and i love what they're doing because it's true great. it speaks to me because that 90 i love that 90 yeah i love uh, that I 90 yeah. the 10 percent waiting in the and granted theirs is like and maybe it's part of like sitting in the stand or whatever, but yeah, that part, just you gotta sit in, the, you gotta sit it out. You gotta sit it out. I mean, you gotta sit. I'm learning. I said here's what you've hey, been you, a lot better. You like competition? Better. Make it a competition with yourself. You know, Until each it, sit you want to try to make your record sit. But I told I told you this year that um, I went into it did, with yeah, I'm yeah. not burning myself out. You did good. That I'm just gonna be efficient. I'm gonna yep. hunt when I need to be. Yes. Dude, he hunted he hunted the same piece two days in a row. And killed one, and was patient both days. I was so proud of you. I'm learning, dude. I'm I was learning. I'm so proud of I'm you. I'm learning. This year. I'm learning. Cheers to Dakota learning. I'm yeah, learning. I'm no learning. Kidding. No, but I did that's enjoy. Why, it. That's why I was trying to catch him at a good moment and get him to say that it's all about the deer hunting. Yeah. But he didn't. He didn't. He didn't crumble. budge. He didn't budge at all. <laughs> dude, when them freaking geese tuck them tails and get to sucking in on a water hole, wrong. come on, cousin. Mm. No, I hear that. We got a blind full of freaking sticks. I know, but whenever, Ooh. whenever you're winging it though. And you're like you said, we we did go yeah, on a lot of hunts. So we were sucks. winging it, yeah. and figuring it out. But everybody got, does, and especially like now since the f- first couple of years I waterfowl hunted, dude, the culture of waterfowl hunting around this area has developed. Huge. Competition everywhere, baby. Uh, we're having to scout further, yeah. like we do on. But that, that's Harlan hunting trips. in general, guys. It is. Yeah, you it you is. talk to anybody who went out there to Colorado. It's like, it's like and all hunting these public places. land. You got to yeah. go farther and it longer is. and yeah. harder than um, anybody else. Unless you, you got the spot. Yeah. That's why you build the spot. Yeah. You do build, build the spot. You got, you know, you got to have the, the funding. So, yeah. But either way, you guys kind of do have some good spots. We figure so. it out. We figure it out. We've been at it too long not to have some good spots. Right. No, I know. I'm, 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 I'm totally kidding. But we do. You got some good spots. What you playing? Yeah. You got some burners I, too. I mean, no, they're not bad for <laughs> they're not bad just to have in the back pocket. But you yeah. guys kind of pried those out of me, man. I was like, let me see. Yeah, but this year was weird too. <laughs> yeah, but I like when I, you know they're there. You know how you're setting up. You you roll in, you get in, and all they the, do what all Dakota the cards are there. Best, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now that that's that's it for me, guys. I just got up to. I mean, just rolling, driving, driving the ship, trying yeah. to keep her. Yeah. Trying to keep her in line, but that's where we're at. We're at this like weird position with all the different things that we're doing. Where it's like I've been, I've been telling Q, it's just like we got to keep pouring fuel on every fire that we got going. Dude, and we, we got, got a lot we of got going. so many irons in the and fire. And sometimes, right now, sometimes they it. get a little bit out of control. Yeah, you know, but we got to tame them here and let them burn and tame them and right. let them burn. It's like we that's, talked about yeah. the other day. I'm corralling it a little bit right now. Yeah, he we're trying to. I'm we're going trying to back be efficient. Into, I went that's into. Our into thing. I went into like. All right, throw all the fuel you got basically on it to right. get this thing burning quick, hot and fast, and then work it, you know, work yeah. it back, work it back down to where it's a nice flame with some hot coal. Sustainable. Yeah. And it's just cooking. Yeah. The Sustainable. It's not You're right. Yeah. High. Yeah. yeah. And we can just sit it's there. Consistent and sustainable. And warm yeah. our hands up and, you know, poke the fire a little bit yeah. and stoke it and all that yeah. good stuff. So Every now and every you, every you once got, in a while you, you put an opportunity yeah. log in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you put yeah. a few too many back. You know, yeah. don't then put it gets out of control and you're like, holy shit! Yeah. Somebody piss so, on the fire. I, 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 I see it, man. I mean, I I, I feel like 
I, I don't remember the last time we got to all three hang out. I mean, not that it's it been like, oh, you two or three, but in, in, in comparison, right. it's been a little bit. But, I, yeah, I don't feel like we not all three of us at any minute didn't know kind of right. where we was all at. Like, right. yeah. we were all, we're we all doing the same thing. We can always pick up where we left off, yeah. too. That's the good we're part about it. We're all doing the same thing. I'd like to trio. do... I would like to do another farm trip, though, one of yeah. these days. Oh, like yeah. September, I'm going to have those logs, that 18 acres we cut, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get them catching on fire in September. I think oh, it would be yeah. cool if you all came up there then because it's 18 acres of yeah. drop, drop cedars. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll have some flame stuff to do. Yeah. But yeah. Um, if we I can coordinate like that kind of, mm-hmm. that might not be a bad little trip. Yeah, night yeah. a night or day or something, but we got all sorts yeah. of stuff on the horizon. Yeah. I know, I know you guys do, but keep keep that on your radar. Okay. If you, I think it could be good quality content for you. Oh yeah, um, not that you don't, not that time. you don't have plenty. As long as but, we go yeah. on a couple, you know, rides. yeah, you know what? Yeah, we need to have a little night ride. We need some night ride. I got street legal. Here's I got to get my kit. Street legal. I got to get my kid. I've been pulled over once in the side by side. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. Ooh. Been pulled over. Speaking of which, did you get a ticket for that? No ticket. Wow. You want to know why? Smooth talker. Smooth talker, baby. Did he? I'm did that, you show him that? I'm that smooth he was criminal. Respect, did you show him your tits? Uh, I did not show him my tits, but I am a smooth criminal. And he let me off, but he also said, hey. Don't let get it take yeah, get it taken care of. Yeah. So and you ain't gonna let So what is the, it, what is the street legal? You what gotta you get gotta you gotta get turn signals and you have to get like a registration through the city. But yeah, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy. I've been putting it off. But well, all right, ladies and it, gentlemen, it just I'm happened. A, yeah, yeah, ladies and gents, thank you so much for watching the Juice Podcast. We appreciate you guys. Listen, we're here. It's a late. Is it Tuesday night? Yes, yeah. Tuesday night. It's raining. It's storming. And we are putting together the podcast. It's a last-minute deal. We're trying to get one out every week. We're doing everything that we can. It's hard times right now around this camp. All right? We got a lot of stuff going, but we're trying to stay consistent. All right? So, for you, the viewers, all six of you, we're here for you. We're here to produce this content. We're here to do this th- these things. Thank you. Can you please give a like or a subscribe or a comment or... What do you want to hear? You, you guys know the deal. <laughs> all right. This what do you want it. more of? Hey, yeah. if you've listened to like sports, do you like MMA? Yeah. If, you, like if business, you listen this far, like you hunting? watched a couple YouTube videos before. You know exactly yeah. what to do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. give us a like, give us a subscribe. Ryan Greco on Instagram. Oh, yeah. yeah. Midwest Wildlife. Sign me up, baby. Mm-hmm. Greco Lawn. Quentin Verlinick. And as for your host, at the real deep and ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for watching we appreciate you until next time on the juice podcast wow thank you boys my bitch choose it love or never